January 26th. You're all invited to a breakfast, a yummy breakfast in Arcata from 8 to 11. You guys are waving at me already. Okay, let's bring you all in. Ella Bauer, you're going to start us off and start this interview. Welcome. All right. Hi, my name is Ella Bauer. I'm a senior at Arcata High School, and I'm here with Jennifer Coriel, Emily Perry, and Darcy Robbins, um, who are all affiliated with Arcata High School in various ways, and they'll talk to you about that. Darcy, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, the Career and College Center? You're a pro already at this, Ella. <laughs> um, so uh, I'm Darcy Robbins, and I've been coordinating the Career and College Center at Arcata High School for the past four years. Um, I uh, have a certificate in college counseling from the UCLA Extension Program. And um, career and college counseling on high school campuses is fairly common outside of rural areas. Uh, but Arcata High School has been doing this um, uh, largely because the Rotary, uh, the local Rotary groups fundraise for us every year to um, fund the Career and College Center. Um, it's really about connecting individual students with uh, opportunities that are out there, um, whether that is scholarship opportunities or um, opportunities on specific college campuses. Like w one example would be uh, at Humboldt State, they just started a program where uh, students interested in uh, pursuing teaching as a career, uh, instead of taking a fifth year and doing a cert getting their uh, teacher certification program, they are rolling it into a four-year program. So you can get your undergraduate degree and your um, teaching certificate all oh, in four years. Yeah, yeah. so great. not only then are they saving on that fifth year cost, but they're potentially teaching and earning money in that fifth year. So that makes a, a really big difference and it, it uh, provides more teachers in the area, which we need. Um, one of our students recently uh, committed to play soccer at uh, Redlands College. And uh, there's this program through that campus where uh, she can go there for three years, study engineering, and then uh, potentially move on to Columbia and graduate with an engineering degree from Columbia uh, because those two schools have a relationship. So um, there's all kinds of things out there. Um, Ella will likely talk about summer programs a little bit later, and that's something that I'm doing with the juniors right now. Uh, but there are so many summer programs out there, and uh, it's it's helpful to have for the students to have somebody to navigate right. those and so programs. This is not with. a class; it's just a place you can go to and um, drop in at lunch. Tell us who you are and how you found out about the Career and College Center at Arcata High. Yeah, uh, my name is Emily Perry, and I started going to the uh, Career and College Center my freshman year of high school, so about four years ago. And I went there to find a job, uh, just try to explore options so I could support myself. Uh, and yeah. And they help you with resumes and yeah, all sorts yeah. of things like uh, that? How Darcy, amazing. Darcy helped me build a very strong resume that, you know, catches people's attention, shows them that I'm a very inspirational person and I just, I, I can work really well. Wow. So. And who is that guy behind you? Uh, his name is Matthew Manis. And what grade is he in? He's also a senior. And does he go to the career center also? He, is yes, that why he, he has. Along? Em yeah. Emily brought him. Yeah. Emily. <laughs> and, and so, Emily, will you tell us who Jennifer Coriel is? Jennifer Coriel is an Arcata High School teacher for history, and she also runs the leadership class. Uh, and she's also running the Rotary Club. Something. Ask her to say something about uh, whatever she would like to say. Yeah. And how, how does the Rotary Club, like, gather people and help out the community? 
Well, and, and that's one of the reasons why this uh, career and college center pancake breakfast fundraiser is so important because I see um, the amazing things that it's doing for students. Being a teacher at Arcata High, and I'm also a Sunrise Rotary member, and it's one of my most um, just uh, f- just favorite things that Arcata Sunrise Rotary and Noon Club helps with it too, uh, with the contributions back to the community, the students that the career and college center, um, um, they benefit from this in so many ways. It's really an incredible service that we have. We are so lucky to have Darcy and this, but we need we need um, we need sponsorships. Um, the ticket sales will go to Arcata High School Culinary Program. But if your business, your local business, would like to be featured in the, uh, the on the placemat in the loop of the PowerPoint running at the pancake breakfast, you can promote your business, and that funding is going to go directly towards the Career and College Center, benefiting our students. Tell us where that breakfast is again. That is going to be in our new fine arts building that just opened up oh, a couple years ago no yes so on the on the Arcata high school campus from 8 to 11 in our fine arts building at Arcata high I had bad Intel <laughs> so you can park right there in the Arcata parking lot yep fantastic and um, Ella tell us something else um, I guess I'll tell you about how I came to the career in college I would love center. To know that. Uh, I heard from older students and teachers that they were really helpful in preparing you for college and finding uh, summer programs and internships. So I went to talk to Darcy about all my future plans. Um, she helped me in this year. She helped me create my essays for college, pick which colleges I felt like fit me the best and what colleges were in in my reach or out of my reach um, and present myself in the best light. And she does that for a lot of students. I also attended a lot of panels that uh, the Career and College Center puts on for uh, different jobs in various fields and admissions tips and all sorts of other interesting things where they bring people from the community to talk to students about the future and the different careers that are available out there. And speaking of the future, January 26th, what time is this breakfast? It is from 8 a.m. to 11. Where? At the Arcata High School Fine Arts Building. And my band is actually going to be playing at it. Um, uh, Arcata High has a program called Arcata Arts Institute, and I'm in it for music. And we have a band. It'll be all original music. And so... Come see us and support the Career and College Center and the culinary program. And in our last minute, I want you to say something else. Uh, yeah, uh, Darcy's helped me find my way to working full time while being a col- or being a high school student that also attends uh, work experience through CR. So as I graduate, I will be working full time, so 40 hours a week at <gasps> McDonald's as a manager. And uh, Congratulations. I, I take yeah. two periods of work experience. So by the time I graduate, I will have 12 college credits under my belt. Wow. Um, yeah. A little story about McDonald's is that I started there when I was 16. And in three months, I was noticed and told I was going to be promoted. Another three months, I got transferred stores. And then I became a manager. And I've been a manager for the past year. Fantastic. So, so good to have your future right out there in front of you. In our last minute, please tell me who you are again. And I really appreciate you coming up. And you guys all did really good on the spot with uh, <laughs> how we ran this interview. Darcy, tell us who you are and thank you for joining us today. So my name's Darcy Robbins and I run the Career and College Center at Arcata High School. And I just really want to reiterate how much I appreciate the support of the local Rotary groups. 
And Darcy, when the kids come in, they run into you right away, and then do you have help in there? Or? They do, and I, yes, I am also open to community members volunteering in the Career and College Center. Oh. It's so fun. Really yeah, cool. and I, I got to know both of these ladies as freshmen, and um, and it, yeah, it's such an honor to, to watch you grow, guys grow up. Darcy Robbins, thank you. Tell me who you are. Uh, my name is Emily Perry. And did you figure out where you're going to go to college? Do you know? I want to go to CR and then transfer to HSU. And to be a teacher. Yes. Thank you for joining us today. Tell us who you are. Uh, my name is Ella Bauer. Um, Do you know where you're going to go to college? Nope. I just finished my applications last week. <laughs> Woohoo! It was a long process. Uh, somewhere on the East Coast, hopefully, we'll see. Wow. And have you had Jennifer as a teacher? I have. I had her for AP she Euro like a great, oh. and newspaper. Okay. It's a great time. Tell us who you are, Jennifer. I'm Jennifer Coriel, and I just want to remind everybody that you can go to our website to make a donation for the Career and College Center, and your business will be promoted, um, and tickets are available at the door. For the breakfast on January 26th from 8 until 11, pancake breakfast. Nice. All right, you guys. And uh, what's his name back there? Matthew Manis. Yeah. Thanks for coming in, too. Thanks for listening, and good job. Let's have a round of applause for all of you guys. <laughs> Come on to my house, to my house. I'm gonna give you candy. Come on to my house, to my house. I'm gonna give you an apple and a plum and an apricot or two. Hey. Welcome to Food for Thought. Join us for a thought-provoking glimpse into the world of the food that we savor. Meet the women and men who are growing it, foraging for it, raising it, cooking it, and who share it with the rest of us. We're down here in Fortuna, and I'm talking to Lisa and Lawrence Hindley, and they have the Hindley Ranch and raise some grain products down in the Matole Valley. How did you get started in the grain business? Well, I think Lawrence probably could tell you the best because it was kind of John Laboito approached him. Yeah, John came and he says, why don't you try something out in Honeydew? And I said, well, yeah, we could do that. And we had this property that we'd been leasing out on our ranch, and it was not being taken care of very well, so... I didn't like that, so I cleaned it all up, and then we tried growing some wheat to see if it would grow, and it did. And so basically the first year I did it with an 1890 grain binder, and we did it all by hand, and then we halted to town and thrashed it. How much acreage did you have in wheat? Because you usually think of grains as being something that's grown with these huge combines in the Midwest. How, how much acreage did you have? Well, the first year we only had about three acres, uh-huh. and we had this, well, this dinosaur thing pulled by horses that we used to harvest it you know and then Lisa and I are out there in 90 degree weather pitching all this stuff onto a trailer to haul it to town and we had it as high as we could get it and it was quite the adventure. <laughs> how did you learn how to do that? I mean how did you find out about it because you're kind of going back in technology and finding these old methods of doing this. Right well with the Auto Expo here we've been thrashing grain and stuff for showing people how to do it and then Andrew Wilson and I they grew some out in Carlotta, you know, just for us to play with at these shows. So we've been playing with it for a while, but we never thought about ever doing it on a large scale. We just thought about doing it just so people could tell what it was like because he and I are into antique farm equipment and stuff. And so, you know, anything that was prehistoric, we were into it and working on it. So, Where did you initially get the seed that you used for some of your first crops? Um, John Leboito came up with the seed. And it was Sonora. It was Sonora. And it's still the, probably the closest one to my heart. Yeah. It's like my favorite grain, but we choose not to grow it anymore because the deer like it so well. Ooh. It doesn't have the protective little wisp that you see, like the traditional wheat has a little wisp coming off of it. Uh -huh. It will keep the deer from eating it. 
because it pokes them in the nose. Sonora doesn't have that. Oh. So they could come in in two weeks' time and totally decimate a field. Yeah. So it's my favorite grain. I love to cook with it. Some of my best recipes have come from Sonora, but we just don't grow it anymore because we're not out there 24-7 to watch over the crop. Yeah. What varieties do you grow now, and what are kind of your favorite properties about them? Well, we grow Hollis, and we have a Glee this year which is a hard red that we're trying. And then we have Foisy, which is a soft white that we grow. And that seems to be a real favorite. Yeah. We, we really grow a lot of the Foisy. Um, it's a good soft white. It's great for cookies and zucchini breads and your quick breads. And this stuff. is more tender flour for, right. for pastries and things exactly. like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you'll just find Beck's Bakery with a lot of her pastries and stuff that she makes for farmer's markets on Saturday. She'll be using that flour, that mm -hmm. grain for her pastries. And then the hard white wheat or hard wheat that you use mm -hmm. that you're growing, um, what sorts of products is that used in? Well, that's used for breads, raised breads. It's not as heavy. When you plant, what time of year do you plant? Oh, right around Easter. Right oh, okay. around Easter time. Usually March or so, but he's mm -hmm. usually gone in in the late fall and now with the weather the way it's been early in the year and he turns the ground over and, and tries to, I don't know what you Just let call. it set. And let it let set. It, turn it over and let all the grasses and everything that was there rot down and that'll give us something for the plant to feed on. So that's kind of how you maintain the soil fertility there. Do you rotate any alfalfa in or do anything like that? No, alfalfa doesn't work because that's a second crop and we don't have irrigation. Oh, okay. I tried that. That was a waste of $1,000. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so the ground out there is real acidic because it rains so much. We had it tested on one field we did. It was uh, 4.5, which is the worst they'd seen. And so we add lime to it. So it takes about a ton and a half to two tons of lime per acre to bring it up. So the acidity is not so bad. So seven is perfect. Okay. And then when we plant, uh, we use uh, organic chicken manure, 